Welcome to the Milestones Motivation and Money Podcast, hosted by Angel Radcliffe. Tune in as we discuss finances, success stories, and inspiring vibes that will help nurture growth. Welcome back to the podcast. On today's episode, we are going to talk about purchasing a vehicle, certified pre-owned versus pre-owned. And these are some very good tips that anyone can use who's in the market for a new car. This last year, we have seen some insane things happening with the economy when you're looking at the economic principle of supply and demand. Of course, the housing market is soaring. But other markets and industries are impacted as well, and the used car market is one of them. So if you've been paying attention to trends, let's go back to mid-2020, where let's take a look at the rental car industry. No one was renting cars. All of their rental places were getting rid of their inventory because they had inventory sitting. And of course, they tend to replenish the inventory occasionally, I say every year, every other year, and if no one's renting the cars and they're like, why are we just holding on to these cars? They start selling cars like crazy. And then, so I'm gonna, this is going to be a little bit of a backstory before we get into it. But as, as travel started to pick up, once the vaccines came out and things are starting to get back to normal, now there's a shortage with the rental cars. And then you probably saw prices skyrocketing just to rent a car because they don't have enough inventory. So there's there goes that principle, supply and demand. Well, let's look at used car lots, not even a used car lot, car lots in general, right? We would think, one would think with the year we had in the pandemic, people losing their jobs, people sitting at home that no one's really in the market for another another car, a new car. Or, what are you going to do with it? We've been at home all this time. Most people are still working remote. So <laughs> that this one is really tricky. It's hard to understand. It will be very interesting to read the case study on this in a few years. So I received an email back in December from the car dealership where I purchased my vehicle. I purchased my car in August of 2019. So hasn't been that long, been a year and a half. Well, coming up on two years. So at that time, a little bit over a year. And the email said they were looking to purchase my car. And they were running out of used inventory. They were willing to pay me more than I paid for the car in 2019. So Initially, I was like, is this some sort of spam? What's happening? I emailed the dealership because I'm like, I don't know if I'm being spammed. And they said, no, they don't have a lot of inventory. They're trying to get cars on the lot. Well, I couldn't sell my car because then I wouldn't have a car, period. I only have one vehicle at the moment. <laughs> so a few months go by. My sister's visiting. My sister's in the market for a, another car. Our car is having some issues. We're going around. We went to maybe five or six dealerships. Every dealership that we went to, and this was April of 2021, every dealership we went to, they said, oh, we don't really have any used inventory. The only thing they had were brand new cars. They said everything's been selling out the last few months. And of course, in my mind, people who know me, they know I'm a conspiracy theorist. I'm like, this is a sales tactic. They're just saying they don't have any used cars. They probably haven't listed them on the website. They're trying to get her to buy a brand new car, which I always say, never buy a brand new car. You do not want to eat up that depreciation. And so I'm telling my sister, I'm like, they're lying. (laughs) They are lying. 
after maybe the fourth or fifth dealership and this was a common theme, I said, okay, maybe they're not lying here. Something weird is going on. Come to find out what has happened over the last year, aside from the pandemic, we've had these economic stimulus payments. People who own businesses have gotten so many grants. People have used that money to either buy a second car or either buy a car period, or maybe something's happened to their car. So actually, people have been buying cars. <laughs> and that is not something I would have expected to really take off like it did. So especially with the all of these different stimulus payments that came out, I think the last one, it was like $1,400 like per person in your household. So think about someone who has like four kids, a couple that has four kids, all of the money that they receive, like, hey, they're like, all right, let's 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 invest in maybe a second car, SUV or another SUV or a van or whatever the case may be. But anyhow, um, dealerships are running low on cars. They're now trying to purchase cars for more than the value because, again, supply and demand. If you're trying to purchase a vehicle on your own, you may notice um, you may have to offer a little bit more than the car is worth to actually get the car because that's what's happening. That's a trend similar to the housing market, how you have the buyers offering more than the asking price because you can't necessarily find another vehicle or find what you want. So what happens? Then you start negotiating, right? So let's talk about when you're in the market for a car. I always say, look into certified pre-owned. I never advise for anyone to purchase a brand new vehicle. Again, you're eating up too much depreciation. The car depreciates as soon as you drive off the lot with a brand new car. And typically, it's going to take a year or two, depending on the make, model, for that depreciation to go down. The cars that depreciate the fastest are typically luxury vehicles. And I always say, if you're if you're crazy enough to buy a brand new luxury vehicle, I hope that you are financially blessed <laughs> to really take that hit <laughs> because it is, it's insane, right? So I want to talk about my car journey. My, I, I do own a luxury vehicle. I always like to point that out, but I've, I'm very smart about it. And I don't think that there's anything wrong with owning things that are luxury, um, as long as you're smart about it, as long as you have your finances in order. This is my second luxury vehicle. My first luxury vehicle was an Infiniti um, FX35, which they renamed to the QX70, I believed, and then they stopped making those cars in 2017. I purchased that car in 2012, and I think when I purchased it, it was a 2010. The car had 30,000 miles on it. I purchased a certified pre-owned, which means the car still came with a warranty. So if anything happened to the car, especially major mechanical, I was covered. I only had to pay a $50 deductible. And that's why I am like so big on on the CPO or certified pre-owned, because if you don't have a warranty on a vehicle, typically used cars don't come with a warranty. You drive off the lot one week later, your engine goes out. Oh my gosh. And depending on the car, you may be out of $5,000, $7,000 to purchase an engine or sensors. Now cars have all these sensors nowadays. And, and this is what I learned when I owned my infinity, a sensor can cost three, $400. I'm like, what for a sensor? So that can be like something that has to do with your backup camera or the side sensor. So now the mirrors on your car, your side mirrors now have sensors that can detect cars on the side of you. There's so many new features with vehicles now, which require a ton of sensors, but the uh, dedu- your deductible from your warranty covers that as well. So many advantages, but we're going to get into pros and cons, pre-owned versus CPO. 
Here's the thing. When you think about a certified pre-owned, there's a bit of a caveat. You can't just go out and purchase a Lexus from a Ford dealership. You have to purchase Lexus from Lexus in order for it to be a CPO or a certified pre-owned vehicle. Meaning, whichever manufacturer vehicle that you're trying to purchase, you have to purchase at that particular manufacturer's dealership. It doesn't matter if it's the original dealership where the car came from. It just has to be from that particular brand. So same as if you were going to purchase, um, let's just say a Ford. You can't go to Mercedes and say, I want to buy a Ford and I still want a warranty. Only Ford can guarantee you that warranty as a pre-owned car. So the certified pre-owned cars are typically like gently used. They tend to not have a lot of mileage on them. Um, they have to go through this rigorous inspection that makes sure nothing's wrong. You have your tires in, in order. Your brakes are in order. Everything's like great with a car. It's almost like purchasing a new car because that's how thorough they are with the inspection to make sure it's ready to go for the next owner. Typically, CPO vehicles have only had one owner. Here's a trick that I learned. If you're in the market for a car and you want a nicer car, because 80% of the time CPO will only apply to luxury vehicles. If you go to the dealership and they tell you they don't have any used cars available, because right now it's a high possibility that they won't, or if they don't have the one that you want, or the price isn't like right where you want it, luxury dealerships, not even all dealerships offer loaner cars when you're getting your car fixed, right? You can ask them if they're willing to sell one of their loaner vehicles. A lot of people don't know that. One of my friends in car sales told me that you can get a way better deal on a loaner vehicle than a standard used vehicle on the lot. And so that's what I did with my second vehicle. I purchased a Mercedes SUV in 2019. And my max that I wanted to pay. I'm not going to mention how much it was, but I had a cap on how much I wanted to pay for the vehicle. Every dealership I went to, they were giving me absurd prices. And I went to one particular dealership. They were able to meet me at that particular number. And they sold me a loaner car, a certified pre-owned, which means my car still has a warranty. And I haven't had any issues. I've owned the car for almost two years now, but you're going to get a way better deal if you go that route. So again, the inspection is a huge advantage to having that certified pre-owned vehicle. If you're purchasing a used vehicle on your own, typically you're having to shell out money to have that vehicle independently inspected unless you're a mechanic or someone in your family, or you can take it somewhere for free, which very few places will check out your car or thorough inspection for free. So if you're buying a, a used car and you're looking on all these different sites, um, Typically, most people would like to compare three to five vehicles. Are you going to pay to have three to five vehicles inspected? That's the disadvantage, number one, of buying just a regular used vehicle versus a certified pre-owned. They already have the report there for you at the dealership to check out all of the most recent repairs, everything that's happened, um, and status of the car. So it's like, hey, show me the Carfax. <laughs> it's, it's beyond show me the Carfax. Again, you're going to have the warranty. Typically, depending on the year of the car, you you may get an additional two to five years warranty on the car. And that can go years and it can go mileage. Every manufacturer has their different um, terms. So make sure you pay attention to that. We talked about the price tag. Roadside assistance. 
And of course, this is something that you can purchase on your own through AAA or even as an added benefit through your insurance company. But when you have a CPO vehicle, typically you will have some sort of like roadside assistance, 24-hour roadside assistance that comes with it. So definitely check that out. If you've never heard of CPO or certified pre-owned, it's okay. Do some research. I'm giving you some tips here. Contact your dealership for whatever car you're in the market for. Ask if they offer CPO vehicles. They'll know exactly what you're talking about. So they can tell you yes or they can tell you no. But the point is, don't buy a vehicle without a warranty. Now, of course, if you're just looking for a quote unquote beater, so a car that's 10 years old, 15 years old, you're, you're definitely not going to get a warranty on that unless you purchase an independent warranty. Or if you're purchasing a car for your 16-year-old <laughs> so uh, and you're buying them a really old car, now you're probably not going to be able to get that warranty on there. But, but think about the everyday vehicle that you're driving to work or whatever you're doing where you need to have a reliable vehicle. You don't want your car breaking down on you and you ending up on the side of the road. That happened to me a lot when I was younger, especially in college. <laughs> I have so many horror stories of used cars that didn't have warranties, and I shelled out so much money for repairs. And so, of course, as I got older and got into a career and actually had money, <laughs> I was able to afford a car where I could buy a warranty and even a nicer car, which um, sometimes a luxury vehicle at a CPO price can cost the same as a quote unquote regular car. So I want to go back to when I was looking for a car, I, I told my friends, I'm like, I'm going to get a Honda, I'm going to get a Toyota Prius. I was looking at just normal vehicles, the Toyota Camry, and I had no idea, like regular cars cost so much money, one, two years old. And I said, why would I pay this much money for a Honda when I can buy a certified pre-owned Infiniti or a certified pre-owned BMW, Lexus, Mercedes for the same price. And so it's like personal preference of mine. I was like, I'm getting a better quality vehicle at the same price and I still have a warranty. So do your research to make sure that you can find the car that you want. You don't always have to buy a lower level brand car, you can find something that you want in your price range if you know what questions to ask. <laughs> so I hope these tips have been good for you and you've learned something new today. Certified pre-owned cars versus pre-owned cars. I'd love to come back and talk about the things that you need to do to even be pre-approved for a car loan. And because one thing I, I always say when you're looking for a car, make sure you're walking into the car with your financing already approved, don't let the dealership run your credit because they're going to run it through 20, 30 different banks. Make sure you have that in order, but but we'll do another episode and we'll talk specifically on how do you actually go about getting your own financing and walking in with that blank check and negotiating. And actually, I think this is going to even be a live episode. So if you haven't joined the Facebook group, make sure you join us on Facebook milestones, motivation, and money for those special live stream episodes. And we will talk about financing. Maybe we'll get a car specialist on and we'll talk about why it's important to walk into the dealership with your own financing and how it gives you, the consumer, more power to negotiate. You have that leverage then because they know you're not playing games, right? So again, thanks so much for tuning in. This is a bonus episode, Certified Pre-Owned Vehicles versus Pre-Owned Vehicles. Hope you learned something new. Leave a review. Catch you on the next episode. 
Thanks for listening. Stay connected with Angel online on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Miss RMBA. That's M-I-S-S-R-M-B-A. Be sure to subscribe and review. Join us next time as we continue to empower you through milestones, motivation, and money.